Welcome to the Just What I Needed to Hear podcast with Yoga Farm Ithaca, where we teach you how to live the principles of yoga both on your mat and off the mat in the living curriculum of your precious life. What's the difference between having an addiction and something being a habit? So for me, the difference between the, what defines an addiction is how is your habit, how is your attitude, behavior, words when it's not there? Are you a different person? That's for me, the fundamental question. Are you different if you don't have it? If you're the same, whether you have it or not, then I wouldn't call it an addiction. Do you change? Do you become irritable? You don't have to express it. Others, someone else might not know it, but inside, are you irritable? Do you want it? Do you want it? How much do you want it? Do you care? You know, back I, for me, um, wine was like a tag along addiction. It wasn't by itself. And so I could have a glass of wine and the next day not care about wine. Right. And two weeks later, I have a glass of wine. And for the next two weeks, not really think about wine. I could, however, for others, they'd go and if at four o'clock in the afternoon or three o'clock in the afternoon, they know they don't have any wine at home and they start figuring out how am I, where am I getting it from? I'm going to the store. I've got the money and the thing, and I'm getting this. Like the night before you're like, I think I'm going to take a couple of days off wine. And then by four o'clock in the afternoon, you're like, yeah, I think maybe not tonight. Maybe that's not, I think probably the better idea is to stop by the liquor store and it's widely available, right? Some of you live in States where you can get wine at the grocery store. So, so it's there, right? Like parenting is hard. Like it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. So there's the, the don't beat ourselves up for it. There's a, a self-compassion of recognizing that this is serving a need that you brought this in. If you, if you don't like how you are when you don't have it, then that's a sign that your consciousness is, is, is seeking to move to a new level. You're aware of it. Oh, I'm irritable. I was telling Daniela a story where when I was trying and trying and trying to quit marijuana, there was a time where we had a blizzard coming in, like literal blizzard, a couple feet of snow. And under good traffic, under good conditions, my guy, this guy who would always say, yes, come on over, let's smoke a joint, I'll sell you a bag, was like a 30 to 40 minute drive each way. So it was an hour round trip, right? And so the night, the day before, I literally was there at lunchtime hanging out with the dude and we know the blizzard's coming. And I'm like, well, I won't be seeing you tomorrow because the blizzard's coming. So I go home, I run out, right? If you're in that game of trying to run out of things and at the perfect time to, so I run out, I'm like, yay, a day off of this because it's freaking blizzarding. By uh, 10 a.m. the next morning, the roads are literally closed. I don't have like, a four-wheel drive truck. I'm in a regular sedan. And I still drove to his house through the blizzard. It took two hours each way. And on the way home, on my two-hour drive home, crawling along in the snow, at least I got high, you know? So it's like, if if you're changing your behaviors because of how much you don't want to not have it, then you know you're onto something. And I needed help. You, you, I couldn't quit it. I tried all the things, not this time and not there. It's, you know, it's an addiction when it evades all of your attempts to control it, right? Now, I'm going for a week without it, not before five o'clock, not more than one glass, not unless, not alone, right? It's like mm-hmm. now you're drinking two bottles of wine alone, starting at 3 p.m., turning your phone off because 
you don't even want people to call you. You just want to listen to loud music or watch soap operas or whatever and drink two bottles of wine by yourself. So it's just a sign that there's something there. So you, so it's like, let's drop the shaming and drop the guilting. Everyone has addictions until they don't. Everybody's got something that they turn to, to change the way they feel. It could be TV. It could be complaining to their friends. It could be going shopping. Mm -hmm. It could be ice cream. It could be coffee, you know, like that late afternoon, you know, cappuccino, like who knows what it is today on our drive. I asked Danielle, I'm like, I'm like, why is every society so messed up? Like everything's messed up. It's weird rules and strange people doing stupid ass things. And you guys all read the news. You see, and she's like, it's the unconscious ego, right? The unconscious Mm -hmm. ego place. What is earth? Earth is the chance where each one of you has an opportunity to grow up your own unconscious ego. Nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to give you any credit. It's your work. You can continue to enjoy revolving addictions, or you can face what really makes you uncomfortable and begin the process of growing up your unconscious ego. And for each one of the three of us, Jeannie and Danielle and myself, there was a time where we needed one-on-one help. We needed therapy. We needed coaching. We didn't get there. And through concepts, I'm giving, I'm filling you with more concepts now. We didn't get there with concepts. I didn't get there with yoga. I enjoyed getting high before yoga. My friends would be like, why do you get high before yoga? I'm like, because I get high before everything. And yoga is part of everything, you know? It's like nothing. So I wasn't going to get there. I was learning to meditate. I thought it helped me meditate. I wasn't going to get there without help. So I needed help. And what did the help reveal? The help revealed my underlying fears, In the end, the question is, what am I really afraid of? And for me, it was the Marianne Williamson quote. I was afraid of the light, of my light, which isn't really my light at all. I was afraid of what was was knocking at the door at the inside of my eye saying, can I please come out and play and be part of this world? And I didn't like it because I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready. It scared me. So in the end, like that quote says, it was the, it was the light, not the darkness that truly, truly was, a, was a, afraid. So I had to do inquiry work. Daniela led me through Byron Katie's work. And I had to go deeper mm-hmm. and get underneath that and go underneath that. I spent time. Inquiry is a meditation. It's not a mental exercise. It's not fill in the blanks. It'll let you get at your own thinking. And when you're free, when you have no more unconscious beliefs, that are driving tendencies that become addictions, then the addictions will quit you. And you may or may not choose to have wine ever again. You know, I'm just choosing not to because it's a model. You know, could could I smoke a joint right now and fall into an addictive pattern? Probably not. It's been five years, maybe six. Probably isn't going to ever become that again. And I'm not given that substance another ounce of my life's energy. You had me for 15 years, go fly a kite, you know, and endless compassion for others who are struggling with the addiction. So, so, so get some help, you know, it's, it's the inquiry. Now Byron Katie's work can lead you there all by yourself. If you're willing to sit there, set aside an evening when you're alone. And instead of opening a bottle, like squirm in the discomfort by shining the light of awareness at what is just barely becoming conscious. And you know, it's, 
just keep on everyone, just keep on giving yourself like no guilt and no shame. Like the journey to loving your body is hard. Like how many of you have ever felt betrayed by your body? Pain comes through your body. Abuse comes through the body. Some of you have had children come out of your body. Like it's intense. Like that's not, we didn't, we didn't take this dare of coming down to the time where warriors where the light warriors are being called out in 2021. We didn't come down because we wanted the easy road, right? We came down because we're ready to be part of making a difference. And our authentic sharing comes out of our own dark night of the soul. It has, it's always and only been that way. The challenges, the tribulations, the trials, they, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Like you have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death to reach that. You can't just like hang out on the beach surfing and getting high on grass, right? This is, this is, a, this is a hard, hard road. You know, there's a, there's a story from, from Tony Robbins where he met a bodybuilder, right? A champion bodybuilder. And Tony says, what's your secret? You know, how did you become the best bodybuilder in the world? And he says in some, you know, thick like Austrian accent or something, I'm doing like my best Arnold Schwarzenegger interpretation, right? Tony, I pushed through tremendous resistance every single day. I push against tremendous resistance every single day. Didn't become a champion bodybuilder by hanging out on his couch watching TV. He pushed against the resistance. So accept that all the challenges and all the resistances and all the hurts and all the confusions and everything are there for you to work through. To, to learn something, to, to discover the lesson, to find the technique, to heal yourself. And then you can make a difference for others. Otherwise, it's just endless social media jibber jabber where people are throwing links at each other. It's just stupid. It's not making a difference. It's not making a difference. So just give yourselves like, let the line out of the rope, take the, take the noose off your own neck right? You haven't, nothing, nothing's wrong, right? This is a, you're in a, 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 repeat, a repeatless moment. Everything that's gone before is history and it's a clean slate right now, right? That's wrong. The present moment is a clean slate. Like it is, it is, it is, it is. And so the things that are showing up on the, on the now clean slate that you don't want there anymore, that's what you get to look into. Like, oh, here you are again. You know, for me, marijuana was my greatest teacher. It got me on my knees crying to God for help. And she said, great, all you had to do was ask, right? And I wasn't going to ask because I thought I was the guy who had it all figured out. So what an what a incredible teacher for me to, 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 to create that humbling, you know? The thing I couldn't overcome, the thing I couldn't figure out, the thing I couldn't control, the thing I vilified the most was the most important teacher for me on the path, right? Have you heard the story about the Dalai Lama when they asked him, someone asked him, who's your, who's your most important teacher in the life, in your life? Have you heard this story? The Dalai Lama, you know, you certainly yeah. know the story of the oppression of the, the Tibetan people and <clears throat> destruction of their monasteries and all that. So when he was asked, who's your most important teacher, you know what he said? 
the Chinese, a culture that was systematically destroying his people, methodically destroying his culture, religion, heritage, and people, he said, they're the ones that are summoning the compassion in my heart. They're the ones. That's my teacher. They're my teacher. Because if I can be compassionate towards the Chinese and not judge them, then I can be compassionate towards myself and everyone else. So be compassionate. You all are fighting a tremendous battle and that's where your skills are being honed. And when you're stuck and you know you're stuck, then ask for help. Go get help. That's what, that's what resources are for. I didn't want to spend the money on a coach. It's not, it's not inexpensive one-on-one work with somebody, you know, I didn't want to do that. My coach told me how much this session, what the, the 12 sessions were or whatever. And I was like, is there any flexibility with that? He's like, sure there is. You can pay it all at once. You can pay it in two parts or you can pay it in four parts. I'm like, okay, it's not really what I meant. And if you don't have the resources to, to do that, to, to find the help, then ask your family for help, you know? Or do the work. It's all on Byron Katie's website. She's given it all for free. So if you take the time and you, if you realize I'm going to spend every evening for the rest of my life until I'm free of this, doing this inquiry work, it won't, it won't take that long. Not if, not if you really go into it with a, with an openness and, and a yearning to heal and a authentic desire to get at it, to stop sugarcoating it and stop bypassing and really get what under what's underneath there. And then when you're actually doing it, when you're actually there, like just slow the process down a little bit. Like if you, if you use drugs, if you use alcohol, like don't try to go right at it. You can't quit through willpower alone. You've all tried. If you, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean? So instead slow it down, like be with the process. Like say you're going to pour yourself a glass of wine, like sniff the cork, like check in on your feelings. Like really, like, can you take your time with it? Can you push off? Can you push off the, yes, I'm definitely going to do this. And no, can you, can you like slow down the rush of a second ago? I was a definitely not. And now I'm a definitely yes. And I've got to get half this glass into my body in the next 12 seconds before I feel badly about myself, slow it down. Right. Enjoy the process. Like just keep asking yourself, like, what is this here for? Like, how do I feel now? What am I changing? Like, what is, what am I like? What, what am I feeling such that I want this medicine to change it and then enjoy it. Can you, can you savor the sip? Can you taste it on the front of your tongue and the back of your tongue? Can you like, how many sips does it take for that? The effect that you now understand is there for you to actually come in, right? What, how many, what does it take? Two, three glasses, four glasses. What is it? Was it? Is it even one? Because in one sip, there's no actual like physio- physiological change, and yet mentally, like the feeling you feel from smoking a joint or drinking a glass of wine doesn't come from the joint or the wine. <laughs> Every single feeling you have is a biochemical response inside your body. It's a response inside your body, so. And then it cha- and then you start to make it mean something and then it goes into your mind. So like, what else can trigger that response? You know, there was a while where I tried smoking sage. I'm like, okay, maybe I can have the same effect from smoking sage instead of smoking that strong stuff. And I would roll up some sage and go outside and 
go to the mountain and walk and go for a walk and smoke at the mountaintop. And lo and behold, I got high because it's not, you know, because I created the environment. And then when I would stop, when I quit smoking, at some point I stopped doing all the things that I used as an excuse to go smoke. I stopped going for bike rides. I stopped going to the gorge. I stopped going to the water. I stopped going to all the places that I went to so I could be by myself and do what I wanted to do. And then I started feeling really unhappy and grumpy. And I was like, okay, back to nature. <laughs> you know, I don't have to not. And then I would say, I wonder if a long walk inside the gorge will have the same effect with or without it. And it was, uh, you know, just an exploration. So just slow it down. Don't be all yes and no, absolute, must do this, must not do that. Like use what is helping you cope and, and feel it, like feel the feelings. What am I feeling now? And what am I feeling now? And what do I want to change? I'm really angry. I'm really frustrated. The day didn't go my way. Okay. Well, there's a element of control in there. If you're frustrated because things didn't go your way, then you know that what you're all about is trying to keep a tight grip on how things play out. And is it up to you? You're not the one breathing breath into your lungs when you're sleeping. You're not the one making the grass grow, making the rains fall. I mean, kind of you are. <laughs> There's another layer there and find the layer that works. <laughs>